Emmy Award-winning John Mulaney presents Everybody's in L.A., a special run of six live episodes created by and starring Mulaney that'll stream live on Netflix during the Netflix is a Joke Fest. The comically unconventional show will feature special guests where John Mulaney explores the city of Los Angeles during a week when every funny person is in it. Watch John Mulaney Presents Everybody's in L.A., debuting May 3rd live at 7 p.m. Pacific Time, only on Netflix. Save big money on everything for your spring projects at Menards. We have all of your garden and landscaping essentials. Master Garden Premium Garden Soil contains a slow-release fertilizer that feeds gardens for up to nine months. It produces better results and is ready to use for all your gardening needs. Save big on Menards' great selection of garden and landscaping products. Compare brands in-store or online at Menards.com. Save big money at There's no place to escape to. This is the last podcast. On the left. Side stories. That's when the cannibalism started. Side Side stories. stories. (laughs) Yes. Make me happy. Make me feel this way. That's such a great rendition of a song. I don't know what that song is. Chaka Khan. I want to say thank you to the people of Boston because number one, down. we had such wonderful series of shows there. Uh, it Fantastic. was so good. It was so, honestly some of our best crowds. Same thing with the had Chicago. A lot of Jameson. A lot of had Jameson. And a little Bud Light. Sniffed a Guinness. Very much so. And I want to say number one, I want to say thank you to Boston. This is the least amount of verbal abuse I have received. No one called you Polish. Uh, no I mean, one refer- I wish. No one wish referred to you as like a gremlin that they were scared of. You're, you're being kind for the people of Boston. <laughs> but I want to say congrats. But I will say big ups to the guy who tried to fight the police in the top <laughs> half of the Chevalier Theater. That guy just took off his shirt in true Boston fashion. We were in the middle of the show. Uh-huh. Uh, it was the second show. It was awesome. All of a sudden, we heard this, like, what sounded like an independent celebration right. up in the top area, right? We were heard people going, woo, woo, woo. And apparently, some guy was yelling, and another guy in Boston fashion being like, well, if you're yelling, you can't yell alone here. It's Massachusetts. No, you can't. They went, he started yelling, then he was just like, oh, yeah, popped off the shirt. And that's how you know things are about to get slippery but then he was removed by security and that is it, that is unfortunate i wish he didn't have to get to violence but also when it comes down to wow really good work absolutely horrible job welcome to side stories everyone i am ben hanging out with henry mm. henry is currently holding a butt plug it was yep. given to him by an audience member Do you like it the but no i hate it Look, uh, honestly it, it's well, a it's, lot more i actually thought butt plugs would be more stable than this it might not be the best quality butt plug no it has don't henry, say that it might not be don't say it that. has henry's face on the uh portion that oh. would be sticking out of the rear if you were looking at it so if you are someone uh, who is into the butt play don't forget to plug away and have a good day how can you get this in there well my friend it requires a lot of lube it requires a lot of patience it requires a strong mindset and will so this is going to take you a second stop winking uh this is going to take you a second his eyes indeed this is going to take you a second to get used to but i do believe that rectally you could fit that within a week's time I so anyway so. thank you so much for the gift from this wonderful audience member i'd and, really uh, like to think of my butthole's more stable than this yeah i mean your butthole might not be able to facilitate a plug i think it could slip right out of there i don't know why your butt could also be the easiest to peg also the most difficult given the bone structure because you have no meat it's the hairs exactly that's the worst part i have guard hairs like right. a tom cat <laughs> you can't get through that first barrier i'd have to really shave it we really have to shave quite the hole to get you through there but honestly what it comes down to if i love you i better be doing that absolutely oh All god right. well, I have we a have lot a of couple updates. of updates yeah we have a couple of updates to get to today and then well, we also don't worry everyone we have a penis story, so don't, <laughs> don't stress it. Worry. Hey, calm and down. A lot of people woke up today and said, Oh my God, are the boys going to have a penis story today? I am so depressed and sad. It's hard to be a nurse or a doctor or the pilot that works for Delta that's also a massive fan that makes me a little bit worried, but that's okay. I actually learned a little bit about pilots as well from a fan that really had me very worried because... Mostly drunk these days. We got stopped the last time we were about to go. It wasn't this trip. It was on the way to Chicago where a hammered guy sauntered up to me online (laughs) waiting to go onto the plane. He's like, hey, so your plane's going through. Oh, God, good for you. (laughs) The last flight had to get canceled because the pilot 
it showed up hammered. It's just like, oh, good. Thank you. It's Thank this often. You. But it's again, this all they really have to do is take off and land. Two of the most important things the plane can do. But once they're in the air, if they can get it up there, you're going to be fine again until they have to hey, descend. Hey, you in ready which to case, be body checked by facts? Yes. Here we go. You guys have joked on several occasions about how airplanes and jets mostly fly themselves. This yes. is directly from a letter. Okay. This, however, is terrifyingly far from the truth. Whoa, hold on a second. I'm not going to sit here and have my phobia of flying come back to me. I was told this by someone who was in aeronautics. They'll say whatever. They say that once they're the, in fan, they're in no, fantasy world. They no, live they in better fake not be, roads. No, the, Air is fake road. It's not real. Politics is fantasy. Um, science, please God, aeronautics. Still, there has to be some truth to this world. I mean, they, I, am, I am one of those. I always get afraid that if I think that the plane will forget how to fly, that it will stop. It's not an animated plane with a smiley face on the cover. It's not Thomas the Tank Engine. You got to believe in it. I, Everybody applaud. Applaud the plane. Make sure the plane works and goes up in the sky. You were officially an elder elder millennial it's clapping true. at the end of the movie or when the plane lands again, unless the turbulence is really bad, in which case maybe it would warrant a clap. Other than that. I don't like clapping like that. Even that makes me superstitious. Because well, I think it just means that I all thought we were going to die. Yes, and I don't like that either. So unfortunately, these jets need to be programmed and reprogrammed constantly during flight in an aviation-specific type of coding language to do everything that it quote-unquote does by itself for each and every turn, descent, ascent, approach, departure. There's a saying in aviation that goes, garbage in, garbage out, which jocularly what? references the incorrect coding of the flight computers. When the plane accidentally turns away from the airport on approach to instead of fly back on course and starts descending towards the city as opposed to going in for a landing, the captain might roll his or her eyes and say, garbage in, garbage out, while reprimanding the first officer for their shit job at programming that leg of the flight, which means they almost okay. killed all of us. No, 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 no. That means they no. almost killed all I'm of us in gonna one dis- move. I'm going to disagree with this letter that I'm just going to assume you wrote to yourself because <laughs> I refuse, I seriously refuse to believe that they have to code every time they take off, take a left or take a right. I don't know. Maybe I'm putting too much. Uh, maybe I'm not giving them enough credit. I don't know. But I just believe that seems like the Wright brothers didn't even do that much work and they barely got that plane off the ground. I mean, so, it was just, that was just like a log with a fucking old timey Model A engine attached to it. I was told that, the, that there is a high, there are planes that are as good as roads. Your whole bedrock is being shucked. I'm right not now. allowing it to happen. Modern day jet pilots are actually half pilot, half computer programmer. Each aircraft requires about two weeks, 12 hours a day, plus study time of training, essentially just to learn the basics of that specific computer system for that specific airplane. So you, we can't just jump in. Well, wow, this is really scary. I'm not finishing the rest no, of this No, I don't. Letter. I hate it. This is, I, honestly, it's very frightening. I hate it. Because anything can happen. It's, it's a just, lie. It, it's just all based on human. They, I guess it's true. You go <sighs> right to back. We have like, we have the lovely people who drive us, especially when we have the long trips, when we of have course. to go in between various venues. And you go blissfully asleep. You sit back and go. <laughs> I do. <laughs> I have the feather that goes, but it's not a feather. It's a little piece of beef yes, jerky because Marcus always gets me a little beef jerky. Um, but, but you have to, you have to treat the the jet pilot with the same amount of trust that you give the sprinter van driver. Why do you think the sprinter van driver is even more capable or trained than a pilot? I actually don't trust the sprinter van uh, pilot nor the or the, the driver of the sprinter van nor the pilot. This is why I fall asleep because they say if you're asleep and an accident occurs, you bounce around. Your body's so relaxed. Unless you're Cliff Burton. And Cliff Burton got thrown out of the bus because he wasn't properly (sighs) secured. That's Metallica for those that don't know. And then they were super mean to every single basis that took over after him. They were they were emotionally upset and they couldn't access their emotions until they went into the group therapy. It's absolutely disgusting what they've done with that documentary, some kind of monster. But the thing is, falling asleep is a powerful skill. It is. Faint or fight. Sleep. <laughs> you just, I'm serious. You're talking about you do that I sleeping think, goat thing. I really the goats do. that pass out. I think if the plane starts to go down, what are you going to do? Like your options are ah, cry. I just get drunk. I think it would loot. Well, when I, I get, yeah, I get loot. <laughs> Immediately. Yeah. Ah, yeah, give me those impossible meatballs. I just, ah, like, ah. You'd be amazed what they can do now with this impossible meat. I had it till my had some impossible <laughs> meat on the plane. It was incredible. Oh. So, you are so so from Queens. You so mean good. this isn't meat? Oh, this isn't meat? This isn't meat? You lied to me. I'm falling asleep. That's all I'm saying. I am like, oh, anyway, well, thank you for that horrifying. Yeah, I'm upset. um, Email. You just started. You walked right into that. 
I, again, maybe I was lied to for my own self-interest. Uh, and it's Keep thank the lie. you. I think lies are important if they help. That's why I am a massive advocate. A little white lie here or there. Got it. Can you imagine a world if where you everyone love told me, you? Lie to me a little bit. Also, no one knows what their truth is because it changed. I mean, other than the bedrock things that we have, which you know makes us human beings of, of somewhat reliability. But your truth can change every day. Every day. Because sometimes, oh, I love this beard. I might wake up tomorrow and say, I fucking hate yeah, this I'm beard. Yeah, I'm sick of this beard. Oh, yeah, because you drank too much. Because now you're an al- you've been an alcoholic and everyone's mad at you about it. And then you have attributing all the wonderful f- feelings you had when you drank to all these people going, eh, well, you need change. You're ruining everything, you know? And then be like, yeah, you ruined me being an alcoholic for myself. That's very sad. I feel like if you do need help, you should reach out. 1-800-NO-DRINKING-NO. Fantastic. Yep. Is that good? Is that a good? Is that a, a reliable phone number? Do you have any other updates for yes, us? Yes, I do. Um, about small animals being able to survive from any height when they are dropped. Okay. Um, the answer is no. <laughs> huh. And how did this maniac decide <laughs> well, or figure this out? I pray to God he didn't just throw a bunch of squirrels off of an eight-story high-rise. Apparently, you can... You know, the smaller the animal, the harder is it... The, the longer it takes for them to reach terminal velocity maybe okay. i'm maybe i'm that's, incorrect that's smacking on the ground and their head explodes that is the peak amount of speed you're an engineer tell me if i'm wrong like if, if you hit peak speed a large creature can hit speed the terminal velocity faster than a small creature makes sense right? and so i'm like, going so if it was 9 11 let's transport there 2001 yeah, great. oh wow i'm We're so excited the, what a beautiful tuesday hey, morning good to see you henry yeah, just hey. another day oh, oh my god, god. Uh, we have to let's jump I'm hitting the ground first because of terminal <laughs> velocity. No. Why not? Eventually. It depends on how long. The, all right. Maybe I'm. Oh, my God. I'm so sick of the corrections. I'm so sick of the corrections. But it's fine. I'll take it. Honestly, at the I same time. Be, I shouldn't be. I, I shouldn't be sick of the corrections. I love to learn. And I feel like I've been coming in hot recently being <laughs> mad about the corrections. And I'm not that mad. All right. So side stories, LPOTL at gmail.com. Tell me if I'm getting elementary school physics incorrect. <laughs> that. Kissel. And I would eventually reach the same speed, depending on how long the fall is. That heavy, you would reach terminal velocity faster first. than me. Yes, but because we are on the we are on the top of the World Trade Center. Do you remember how that existed, Elder Millennials? Oh. That, it, that uh, if we jump from the top of that, it would be such a long fall that eventually we, we would, would reach met. terminal. Vo- we would reach the same speed, and then we would not be able to go faster. Like you can't go faster than me once we both hit terminal velocity. Right. Then we yes. are splats, right? Then right. we are nothing. We're like, same thing with a tiny dog. I might be incorrect about this, <laughs> but I did that if I, that's why sometimes a dog can survive a two to three story jump or something like that. Because I do have message people saying like they yeah. had a dog that fell, so that type of thing. And they did live, they did get injured, obviously. Dogs also, and babies. They also talk about how chihuahuas, especially because they have weak little legs, they can break a leg jumping from 36 inches, right? But they're not hitting terminal velocity speed by the time they hit. And then a big fatter dog, a big redheaded, big fat drunk dog, would hit Uh far behind an elite tiny little blonde dog, right? Before it hit the ground, right? It would hit that for... But what they are saying, once someone told a harrowing story about, like, they had a dog, a little tiny dog, uh, on the uh, roof, their rooftop party, don't bring your fucking dog to a rooftop party. Please and that don't. They, they thought that, it was like, oh, my dog could barely make the bed, you know, like, you know, that's bigger than whatever the lip. It was like a four-foot lip around the thing. And a flock of birds took off from the top of the building, and they watched their dog go, rawr, 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 <laughs> like, run across the party and jump, and then just be gone. Like, well, just Spider-Man itself off the thing where they're like, obviously, that is, that's natural selection. Absolutely. That and is I'm- keeping it. But also, at the same time, don't, don't trust your tiny dog to know because Absolutely Wendy, not. the thing about a tiny dog and you, Jerry too, same thing. Their confidence is unwarranted. Absolutely, completely, and utterly insane. I don't know. They, they don't have, know what they're doing. It is just if it's a Mark Zuckerberg level of confidence, and at some point they, they are going to ruin this world. But yep. I do want to quote again, as I sometimes do, from Billy Madison, the principal, Mister Madison. What you've just said is one of the most insanely idiotic <laughs> things I've ever heard. <laughs> At no point in your rambling, incoherent response are you even close to considering, (laughs) even close to anything that could be considered 
irrational thoughts. So good job. <laughs> yep. I love it. So anyway, planes are dogs can fly and planes can't, evidently. I guess. So so well, scary. And then I have one more update before we get into the stories. This okay. is about the Swiss family that committed group suicide. Oh, fantastic. Yeah. <laughs> one family gone. Oh. Uh, a Swiss listener wrote in. Okay. So the family was living in Montreux in Canton Vaux. They were apparently very much into conspiracy theories, okay. QAnon stuff, as well as survivalism, and lived in a semi, what they used the word as autarky, uh, in semi-complete autarky ever since the pandemic, which, like, I guess they went and they, they can just completely live on their own. They're completely hey, self-sufficient. For, when it comes to the pandemic, obviously, I absolutely hated every second. Henry, not enjoyed it. Marcus no. didn't really change that much. No. But preppers loved, loved it. it. See? I'm right. I'm right. I'm right. And then they got to eat all their rehydrated and dehydrated Ugh. foods. They got to finally shit next to their children in buckets the finally, way they've always wanted to. They've been bragging about how they were going to make them do that eventually. And I'm not they finally saying, had a reason. I'm not saying it's a self-fulfilling prophecy, but at some point the doomsday people god i hate it when they get something right i hate it because it's never good no and so what they said is uh these people the so it was the wife the other sister there was the mother the mother sister and the father and one of the children jumped off the 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 balcony yes. and lived and died and the died. son lived the son lived. He's in critical condition now. He's still in c- critical condition. And the, apparently the aunt, the, she had a job outside. She was the only one with a job, but she was never actually even registered as a citizen of Montreux. This is a very, honestly, it's very liberal. Very liberal over there. And which is good, <laughs> but in some ways, but in some ways, shape or form, you end up in a splat. And we don't know what you are because we're going to have to fucking, we're going to have to scrape up all your goo and we're going to have to ask various people, you you recognize this goo? You recognize this goo? Um, but yes, on the morning of the incident, two Jean they presented themselves, indeed, in regard to the homeschool situation. Uh, the mandate was addressed to the father, a 40-year-old Frenchman. They heard a voice who said, who's there? And nothing else. And so the gendarmes went away because, again, we were correct. Swiss cops, they cannot force your door open, even on a simple pretext. No-knock warrants. They need no. to be banned here in this country, unfortunately. Absolutely. We're going the other direction with it, and that ain't right. So interesting. So the update is that they are Swiss and dead. <laughs> Fantastic. <laughs> well, speaking of- Well, also that the uh, conspiracy theory culture is actually, uh, much like here, has gotten massive in Switzerland. I, uh, yeah, when you mentioned Q, I was like, that's right. It's pretty it's international. Okay. Because well, speaking- they know even less about fucking shithead. Absolutely. Boy. No, you know even less about him. It gets dumber and dumber and dumber and dumber. Shit rolls downhill. For many people, if you're like an Alex Jones fan, he's the smart one. Yeah. And it gets worse from there. Well, what else do people have in common? Uh, genitals. Oh. <laughs> yeah, sure. both. From your grave. Hey, what's up, everyone? How you doing? Ben Kissel here with Henry Zabrowski. <laughs> yeah, it's me, man. Yeah, bro. Henry Zabrowski is smoking some of that sweet last podcast <laughs> on the left, babe. So go out there and purchase yourself some. I hope you enjoy it. We have sativa, we have indica, and we have a hybrid. And I have to tell you, from my personal experience, they are wonderful. Super tasty live resin. You really get the delicious weedy taste, which is what I like, and yes. three different experiences. You go to your local vape store and get it. Absolutely. Absolutely. Thank you all so much for supporting the show. We absolutely love you. Can't wait to see you on the road and get that vape. Put it in your brain and have a good time. And if you want us at your favorite weed store, give them a call and ask for them by name. Last podcast on the left. It's weed. Hail yourselves, everyone. Hail Satan. My sister is the best gift giver I've ever met of any person. It's Jackie Zabrowski. She shops all year thinking about her family, and friends, and puts little things aside for their birthdays and Christmases. I have no idea how she does it. I don't know how she do it. But guess what? She always wins Mother's Day, but not this year. I'm coming back. Ready to win Mother's Day and cement your reputation as the best gift giver in the family? I'm taking the crown. All right? Give the moms in your life an Aura digital picture frame preloaded with decades of family photos. I mean this. We have the Aura frame up in my home. We absolutely love it. I can put photos on it very, very easily through the app. It's fun to do. And the memories keep cycling and I get emotional and we filled it with pictures of Carmi and Wendy. And that is not sad. That is celebratory. So you should try it. It's honestly a really good product. Right now, Aura has a great deal for Mother's Day. Listeners can save on the perfect gift by visiting AuraFrames.com to get $30 off plus free shipping on their best-selling frame. That's A-U-R-A-Frames.com. Use code LEFT at checkout to save. Terms and conditions apply. 
This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. It says here I have to talk about something I need to get off my chest, and I guess I can share it here. I, I eat mayonnaise for fun. It's a hobby of mine, and it's an addiction. And it's a daily weight on my life. How much I need whipped egg whites and oil crammed into my veins. As soon as I wake up, and a lot of people carry around a lot of different stressors, big and small. Some people are presidents. Some people are soldiers. Some people have to eat mayonnaise, especially with hard-boiled eggs, which is what I eat for lunch. But I guess I should share that in therapy. Because therapy is a safe place to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. And what I do is I just add eggs if I have mayonnaise left over. I just continue to add the eggs. But if you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. I hope they can help me. My God. I hope they can help me. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash LastPod today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp. H-E-L-P dot com slash LastPod. This podcast is brought to you by Squarespace. Finding work-life balance can be tough. But Squarespace gives you the tools to reach your goals and have time to celebrate. Squarespace is the all-in-one website platform for entrepreneurs to stand out and succeed online. With the new guided design system, Squarespace Blueprint, you can select from curated layout and styling options to create a personalized website optimized for every device. Get your website discovered fast with integrated, optimized SEO tools. Plus, make checkout easy for customers with easy-to-use payment tools. And with Squarespace AI, you can explain what your site is about, choose your tone, enter what you need, and get auto-generated text. And that helps you save time. I know I'm sitting on about two literal wheelbarrows filled with Horse pics. Now, part of the issue has been is a lot of these pictures are getting stopped at customs because some of them do depict various world leaders in horse-like circumstances that seems to be pinging a lot of these custom agents' accounts. Now, so what I've done to do is like, so while I'm trying to work on hand smuggling these horse pics over various country borders... I then also have time because Squarespace is doing all the other ad work for me to go and work on my killdozer at home. So thank you, Squarespace, for allowing me to diversify in the best way possible for this country. Head to squarespace.com for a free trial when you're ready to launch. Go to squarespace.com slash left to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. This is kind of an interesting story. Now, Henry, I know that you're a mini detective, obviously, with the Slime Squad and mm -hmm. things like that. Oh, yeah. This takes place in Boston on Hancock Street, <laughs> which is quite apropos. We're really close to there. Yes. We were just, we just missed this whole, this whole mystery was unfolding while we were there. 7.30, okay. Put yourself in the, all right, listen, put yourself in there. It's 7.30 in the morning. It's Boston. You've been up Come all over. night. Yeah, you've been up all night harassing a bunch of sports players that are way more skilled than you, but you think that you know better because you've had 10 schlitzes. And in high school, you scored 30 points in a game. Yeah, and you tell it to everybody. You're from Boston. Right. All of a sudden, you take a step. What is this? Is that some kind of dead wood? It's a severed penis. Mm. Yes, indeed. It appears like it was left out in the open for many hours on Hancock Street. That was this past Wednesday. Uh, according to uh, the source, they say they followed the blood trail to a nearby address where they found a man bleeding. In addition to removing his penis, he had stabbed himself several times. But this took a while for them to find this I guy. I would assume so because it's a trickle of penis blood, which can't be the most amount. You didn't chop off your leg. Side the, stories, LPOTL at How much blood comes out of a severed cock? Thank Fantastic. You. I can't wait for next week's emails already. So he stabbed himself multiple times. He cut off his Johnson and then the EMS took took him to the hospital for care. Police have declined the comment. All I know is they said he's emotionally disturbed. What? And I believe it. I'm, you know, hey, with you, brother. You know how many times you look at that penis and you're like, oh, you get me in trouble every day. Every oh, day. Mr. Penis, you need to, oh, you got to go. You're fired. There was a 311 complaint that was made about I love the severed this. penis. I love this. And this is a text sent it in. So this is a submitted thing. So this is how it was labeled. Litter. 
at 36 Hancock Street. This is not litter. Snickers bars are litter. Uh, wrappers are litter. This is, this is again, a, a severed human penis. This is what I was saying when we did the Q&As in Boston, that the audience is funnier than the comedians. Of course. You know I mean? like, That's the always audience, the way it is. It's so funny. But, like, yes, this, are, this is the, the copy. There is a severed human penis on the ground in the vicinity of 34 Hancock Street, no pun intended. Please send someone to remove before a dog picks it up, <laughs> thinking it's ah, a chew toy. Hey, Roscoe, come here. What do you got there? Yeah, that, that come here, Roscoe. Oh, oh, oh. My penis? Is that my penis? Honestly, because just... Wendy does go for the most disgusting thing on the street. Of course. I don't know why it is. It's because they like wet, viscous, somewhat solid things, which that is... Shit, puke, severed dead penises. animals, severed penises, anything that is disgusting for you, they're going to love it. They love What's it. I don't know why. So I had to pull Wendy off a dead bird this morning. Taking a look at this penis, Henry, I'm going to say, no, that's fantastic. Let her have her fun. It's a grower, not a shower. But overall, as far as severed penises go, it's bigger than Bobbitt's. It's a huge cock. It's a pretty solid right. ding dong. For, for you having it, because you ever see the footage, you ever saw, you've seen what, uh, John Bobbitt's penis looked like. It was very weird. It was. It's weird because it shrivels and also, up. Also, the cop didn't want to touch it because he didn't want to be I gay. Know, he didn't Remember want that? To, like it's so <laughs> dumb. But this thing is like, yeah, he was it's definitely a, a shower. I I would have been a lot less upset if I was him. You should have looked down at a penis and said, "It's like, well, at least I did something good in this life." Absolutely, he's got an oddest tool, size tool. Although he did not cut the balls, just the keck. And anyway, if you're this guy, um, I guess you wake up kind of upset. Yes. What, what do you have to do to kill yourself? Is he like superhuman? Is he like living like uh, Kenny from South Park? Can he not die? I just don't know. Maybe what if in, there's some way when he, his penis has been like, come on, buddy. Come on, that ain't nothing. Come on, can't we go on vacation? If you ain't going to take time off of crazy work, maybe it's time for me to go on vacation. So you're thinking the penis severed itself. Yeah, and he's just like, well, all right, I'll let you go. And then he cut it off, kind of expecting the penis to crawl away and go to like a Royal Caribbean or like someplace to go uh, out of town over the local travel agency. But then it just flopped there and he's just like, oh, well, I'm a lot far gone than I, I'm a lot more far gone than I thought it was. Absolutely. Several hours. I guess, you know. That might be one of those situations where you look down. All We all are complicit when it comes to seeing something horrible and just being like, but I got to go to work. Oh, absolutely. New York City, you have to walk by situations that any rational person that would stop and help someone. It would someone, shatter their life Shatter sometimes. their life. Yeah. But uh, you got to go. Yes, of course. So you got shit to do. Point, you got to work. You look down and you're like, I'm going to register that as a severed penis. But then you have to overcome that. Oh, yeah. And you're just going to be like, no. Couldn't have been. You're in the big city. You're in the big city. I've seen fucking, I've seen whole ass corpses. You've seen a corpse? Oh, yeah. Well, I saw huh. some guy. It was one of those things where you're on the train and it was a guy there who looked like he was asleep. And then some guy hits him and he just flump over. And then you'd be like, well, hopefully he's just real asleep. Welcome to New York City. If you I can love die being here. a performer. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know what you should love? Mm hmm. Speaking of, well, oh, are you going to talk about pizza? No, I wanted to talk about UFOs. Oh, yes. Because this, well, is, this, this is quite interesting from the Pentagon, audit the Pentagon. Uh, but there is a 1500 page report that came out because of FOIA. It took quite a while. But did. thank you for everyone. Keep on sending the FOIA requests. They have to. They have to give you the documents. And they sent some UFO ones. What came out is exactly what I talk about in the live show. Is there about their fascination. One of the things that I took as a key here was a fascination with the physical evidence of when somebody sees a UFO or an anomalous event, anomalous. That an anomalous, they actually can get physically ill. Right. Uh, this The one report that came out as one of the 1500s that was released was called Anomalous Acute and Subacute Field Effects on Human and Biological Tissues. And this which, is significant because of the theoretical weaponization, correct? Yes. So it's like human observers by anomalous advanced aerospace 
systems. This is how the way they, they phrased it, right? And they said that this thing, this was prepared for the DIA. It was it warned that this object, that that's why these objects may be a quote unquote threat to U.S. interests. Mm. Um, so things that are that it, basically what it sums up is that people who've had exposures to anomalous vehicles, especially airborne and when close proximity, they might have some kind of injury that is related to what they also then have come to believe is called an energy related propulsion systems, which means Jeez. they didn't know what it is. Yeah. Um, they're just saying it's some kind of energy. And what it does, these are the injuries it lists. Heating, burn injuries, uh, radiation burns, damage to the brain, and enough to impact people's nerves. Um, this is from the report. Sufficient incidents and accidents have been accurately reported and medical data acquired. That's to support a hypothesis that some advanced symptoms are already deployed and opaque to full U.S. understandings. Just again, so saying that is code for we don't know what the fuck it is. And one interesting thing about the document, um, this is according to the Acquisition Threat Support Report. It sets out how to categorize anom anomalous behavior with encounters with, quote, ghosts. Yetis, spirits, elves, and other myth mythical slash legendary entities classed as an AN3. Yeah, so dude. they so the Pentagon, this is again, where is our money going? There has to be Yeti studies happening. They are they are looking into it. I think this is this is far healthier oh, than I, drones, as I far agree. as I'm concerned. You know it's all about how they're allocating the funds. I mean, if you're gonna if you're gonna spend my money, spend it on but, poltergeist, crop circles, spontaneous human combustion, alien abductions. There is an X-Files. And other paranormal events. There is an X-Files manned by people far less fuckable than David Duchovny and Jillian Anderson. Well, of, of course. I Lewis, mean, who knows? Who Lewis, knows? Uh, uh, send us your Tinder profiles if you work for the X-Files within the U.S. government. I'd love to see what you look like. Seriously, now, Louis, uh, Louis Elizondo, he's probably the, an example of one of the hunkier ones. Well, and, uh, I guess. That's interesting. He's more thick with two Cs. Yeah. Now, it does really. And mostly what you do have to understand about these reports is that what I have learned about looking through CIA release documents is that they collect everything. So, right. yes, it does seem like they are pointing out like this comes from I'm reading article from the sun, which means we're still in the pocket of like making fun of the phenomenon and keeping it light. And they are trying to still throw shade on this idea that like. So when he says that you do that, the U.S. government is dealing with encounters with ghosts, yetis, spirits and elves right. and other mythical legendary entities. That is called an inside baseball roast. That's that is, a roast. That is them showing. See. We collect all of this stuff. And yeah, it's just because we're interested in it. It's not because we're pointedly looking at anything. We're showing you all of this wackadoo stuff so that you can still think it's all wackadoo. Well, inside of it, what we're really saying is we're collecting every single piece. So they are they mm -hmm. are talking to people uh, that have well, experienced abduction events, unaccounted for pregnancies, sexual encounters, experiences, telepathy, and perceived teleportation. Like so, But it's more of them being like, hey, it's not like we think it's real. It's just a part of the net we cast out and what we get back. Well, and perhaps it's just uh, them trying to get a contract for their nephew that they can't relate to. And they're like, here's $5 million. Go investigate the Yetis. Seriously. Please I wish come back I, to our family. I wish my daddy worked at the DIA. Well, there is a lot of money in this. So whether you believe in the phenomenon or not, uh, the fact is there is still a lot, millions and millions of dollars being spent. There was a government contract awarded to Bigelow Aerospace Advanced Space Studies. Yeah, Robert they, Bigelow. They got 12 million bucks. Oh, yeah, that was the, that was the original group. That That is the thing that we've been kind of talking about. And now they are trying to say they are going to create a more official version within the Pentagon. But we'll see because they really don't. I, I still feel like they are hesitant because the stuff that's coming out really just shows more and more that it's it's fucking wiggity it is you man can't it's put cool. it in a box and it's this and stuff as of, we uh talk about during the live show living in the gray is a good time too i think so i th also think that that's what reality is yes. we are in a part of a we are in a consensus reality we so that i feel like that there's a lot of there's a lot of blind spots in there where weird stuff can pop out but if you just look at they show here it's a it breaks down from a series of written abduction accounts that they have collected it's 129 of them and they talk about a lot of it's a lot of shit so but i like you know there are some that are more like 
common than others. So the big ones are when you when you talk to them, they, they these are the ones that ping all the time, which is electronic effect on vehicles, which we've already seen. We've right. read about this countless times. Absolutely. Paralysis, perceived time loss, you know, the idea of missing time. Uh-huh. All of this is like has been talked about again and again and again. And it goes down to the most rare, which is induced feeling of calm. Surrender. That sounds great. Why is that the most rare? Because aliens don't make you necessarily feel Man, that comfortable. I want that. They're not a concierge but they, at a Four Seasons. I feel like they could be. If well, they wanted to be, if they wanted to be well yelped. Yeah. Well, speaking of elves, this is a little bit different, but I do want to mention this. This is a this is a side stories alert. I'm not sure if you have this story, Henry. Lucky Charms. Might not be so lucky after all. The FDA is investigating illnesses linked to Lucky Charms. Like what? Be very careful. Um, Well, like is this calm? Is this new or is this saying like long term ingestion of Lucky Charms causes what? This is a recent investigation. Hundreds of consumers have reported they've becoming ill after eating Lucky Charms. So maybe at General Mills, somebody was upset. They took a dump, and that's the new marshmallow flavor. Is this a current thing, or is this people been saying? April 5th, 2022, my friend. This is happening right now. This is why it's an alert. This is why you guys got to start eating more goddamn flax. (laughs) I eat nature's path. All right? It's all just fucking, it's just, it's whatever. It's colon blow. It is the most accurate name for a cereal ever, Nature's Path, and I just it's think it's disgusting. Yeah. Yes. So General Mills is to believe to be is believed to be making people sick. Consumers are saying after they eat the Lucky Charms, they vomit and they have a bunch of diarrhea. Whoa. So be very careful. More than 400 you know this- people flooded the website, Iwaspoisoned.com. Why didn't we buy that? Oh, we should have definitely uh, Iwaspoisoned.com, damn it. And they've all said. They had their lucky charms, and they just started horking and shit. Weird, man. (laughs) That's not good. No, it's not. I don't think that's good at all. Put the charms down, man. This is not just about diabetes no more. You just need to not get whatever the fucking, that leprechaun flu. The leprechaun flu. Don't do it. That's also very racist against the Irish. Come on. I want to say I might have been a party (laughs) to that at some point. When it comes down to it, I feel like this is what this all is. Yes, indeed. All of this is about being allergic to leprechauns. So the FDA, it's currently collecting samples, which that's kind of a fun day. And uh, they're taking it to General Mills and General Mills. They might have to do a recall. And apparently this isn't the first time. 140 people from July 2021 to March 2022 reported via Iwaspoison.com that they got sick while eating Lucky Charms. So there you go. The luck of the Irish, not on your side if you eat Lucky Charms. And I think that's fantastic that they're going to get what they deserve for exploiting the leprechaun. Come well, on. do you think that this is, this is about they have to become like the the lucky commanders? Is that <laughs> will we can we change Please, that? No, I think we can keep lucky charms. The commanders of obviously that's the former yeah, Washington Football Club, and that is the worst name of all time. The short it can only be called War the Hawks. commies, and the, yes, they should have been the Warhawks. The Warhawks. Anyway, that's I'm now I'm getting my blood boiling. Whoa, yeah, I can see it. I can feel it. Um, <laughs> this next story is all about how like when we we've never. Maybe we have misunderstood BDSM in the past, right? Like the idea, uh, like maybe now we're we're way more like into. We I understand. Feel like we've that, always like, been searching for the answer. Yes, and then you know? when it really comes down to it, like there are people obviously that they express themselves really healthfully and they love this and they bring some community and love. But I'm going to say about how it can also be used to stop a crime. I think this is absolutely a fantastic use. So Eric Hernandez. He's down in New Orleans. Yes. And he's down mid-city New Orleans. When it comes down to he's proud of his home. He's proud of his neighborhood. As he should be. And he's out here and he's he's doing a little bit of neighborhood watch. And they happen to all talk about there was a guy. What's the difference between neighborhood watch and just being a perv? You have to. It's what hat you're wearing and if you're hard. (laughs) Because I know. I love to watch the streets. I watch my streets. Right? If I I see that, I don't know you. you have to. You have to. Everybody has to. You should. Look out for your neighbors so they look out for you. It's fucking. This is what you got to do. So Eric Hernandez. What he was doing, he's out there, watch the neighborhood, happen to see this guy that has been going around. They believe they've been having problems with people breaking and entering into all their homes. It ain't and right. he was like, he sees this guy sniffing around a house, trying to get in the door. He says mm-hmm. that something's got to be fucking done about this guy. Right. So he goes and he gets him. And guess what? It's taking a long time. He gets the cops. He gets yep. the guy. He's going to call the cops. 
Well, you know what comes down to it? Cops here these days, they're stressed, they're busy. Right, I don't even know what it is. I'm not it's sure bad. what happened. I think it's also because it was in a poor part of town and they didn't want to go, and that's really sad, right? It's well, really it's fun, but it took too long for the cops to get there, so somebody had to fucking hold this guy down. So Eric Hernandez says, "I'm doing it myself," and he tied him down with what is considered to be a series of shibari knots. That like they say he's a fisherman, right? And so he got tied down with these knots. But everyone's saying, "Oh, this is BDSM knots that Absolutely. he was used to be tied down with." But I think that also he's a fisherman, and I when it comes down to Stories LPOTL gmail.com. If you're a fisherman who likes to get spanked, are you a sub first, a dom first, or are you a fisherman first? I actually wonder, yes. I mean, obviously, when it comes to knots, fishermen have to know how to use knots, but I think they're quite different knots than BDSM knots. But anyway, so the, he called the cops at 108 and they were like, okay. And then the dispatcher didn't tell the third police district officers of how serious the situation was. Wow. They're like, yeah, we'll get to it. It took 51 minutes. And during this time, this dude started swinging a radio at the neighbors. Almost nice and classic. Almost it like, is. you know, you don't hear about radios too much. No. And then Hernandez said, now it's time for me to step in. Now, it wasn't the most difficult person to tie up. He was five foot five and 140 pounds. I, I, so he was, <laughs> this guy, you can just see him like this little guy. Hey, come on. Hey, yeah, and then come he's on, like, come on. why are you hitting us with a radio? What is happening, man? Come on. So he says he did struggle, but he wasn't a very big guy. And then he says, I am a fisherman, so I know how to make knots. I am a fisherman. Now, Hernandez, he might actually have to be careful here when it comes to his weight. And I'm not pre I'm not being holier than thou, but he's five foot eight and three hundred pounds. That's me, man. That's my size. That's what I was when I was the coolest I've ever been. Well, uh, a little bit different there, but five foot uh five. 140 versus five foot eight, 300. I mean, that's and there's a fisherman. That's the violator. Yes, versus the <laughs> leprechaun from Lucky Charms. And yes. that's that's a, that is a, that's true. That's America. That's the real heart of America, right there. Yep. And so he tied the dude to a post, and uh, it appears that Hernandez used shibari ties that's what i'm saying like yeah he's saying shibari so i feel like on one hand because i looked up shibari and they were like oh this is a fisherman's knot and the other one was with a naked woman and so i don't know whether or not if it's just men who fish or women who fish and then they get horny on the boat and they figure out like oh i could tie old grandma to the boat and then we could we could spank around something and have well, a good time absolutely and of what course are you doing if, with the fish if you're arthritic it's nice because the water sort of creates the motion in the ocean for you See. you just have to lay there like you're um, what's it called? What do the Mormons do? Soaking. Soaking. John and then what was the other one? Because it's they're soaking. Is that there's you stick the dick in and you leave, uh, and then they you can have a friend jump up and down on the bed. What is that fucking called? I, I forget what that's called. There's a term for it that. Well, you there's can jump six up episodes and down. all about it <laughs> that people can listen to. Listen to our Mormonism series. It is fantastic. But according to John Gunnar Gilfelson, they're the owner of Happy Kitten Ropes. Yeah, yeah, and the, I mean, honestly, this is a good time to sell ropes. They say that the Japanese rope bondage, shibari, it is made for situations just like this one. <laughs> I think it's made to make you, to, for, is it not made for sexual reasons, or is it just to bind a person? Gilfin says shibari or, uh, originated from hojo jujitsu, a Perfect. method of restraining captives, and a form of torture. Whoa. Um, so, yeah, it looks like wow. the guy... That's interesting. Is, uh, he was arrested there. And I um, have too much hair to be tied up. Yeah. I, I, like, I, I get hurt. I, like, you pull out all my hairs. I don't like that. No. I mean, if I had to really torture you, I would do, I would bring my flex seal out and just put it on your body and rip it off uh, like, like you're the 40 year old virgin. And you know, that scene was real. I know. I saw that. <laughs> I saw that Instagram video. Live from your grave. A roast as dark as the night. Perfect for fueling the cryptid research and mad ravings required for your podcasting. Don't mind the red eyes. He's just trying to warn you of the bridge. The bridge. Finally, from the caffeine-addled brains of spring Jack Coffee and last podcast on the left, we bring you Mothman's Red Eye Blend. Yes, delicious Panama beans. Go to lastpodcastmerch.com to order yours today. <laughs> Ah, Jules. Oh, Jules. Make a wife smile today. The road to getting engaged can be long and full of memories and pitfalls and landmines. Or it can be short and thrilling, like a roller coaster on the way to the police department. 
but the road to finding the perfect engagement ring is a straightforward path every time. All you've got to do is head over to BlueNile.com and they're going to ship them rocks straight to your wife's new fingers. On BlueNile.com, you can create a bigger, more brilliant piece than you can imagine. At a price you won't find at a traditional jeweler, Blue Nile is the original online jeweler since 1999. That's present time to me. Their diamond price guarantee means that in most cases they can meet or beat a competitor's price on a comparable diamond. I know when I got my wife a beautiful Blue Nile necklace, the first thing she did was, what did you do? But afterwards, she was so happy to have it, and she loved it, and she wore it when we went on vacation, and my own, did everybody come around being like, where'd you get that piece, you beautiful woman? And I was like, stop talking to my wife. She's spoken for, you can see it with the Blue Nile. Bling, she's got on her. Right now, get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more with code LASTPODCAST at BlueNile.com. That's $50 off with code LASTPODCAST at BlueNile.com. BlueNile.com. No matter what kind of work you do, how you communicate is key. All those emails, reports, and presentations are equally important to the collaboration needed to get things done. Grammarly can help. Grammarly is your AI writing partner to help you communicate more effectively and efficiently so you can make a bigger impact at work. And isn't that what matters most? Better writing means a stronger impact. Grammarly works across 500,000 apps and websites. You can't escape it. Like the ever-pervasing octopus of malice that is the NSA. Grammarly is watching your every move, making sure that you're doing it right. Data privacy and security are woven into the foundation of Grammarly, into the very essence of its nature. Grammarly is a secure AI writing partner, and it helps your team make their point and move faster, because that's the key there. Work smarter, not harder. That's Grammarly. You know how many times it saves me from writing a long, rambling, one-sentence email at 4 o'clock in the morning to my beloved employees? Makes me sound like someone who doesn't just have a BA in theater. All right, I was taught how to be a tree. I was not taught how to survive as an adult. All right, my job was to cry in front of a weird Southern man who just told me all sorts of weird stuff about my body. I didn't learn how to write. So thank you, Grammarly, because you're making me the boss I gotta be to motivate my team to get out there. And, oh, man, you don't want to mess with them. Thanks, Grammarly. Make a bigger impact at work with Grammarly. Sign up and download for free. Grammarly.com slash podcast. That's G-R-A-M-M-A-R-L-Y dot com slash podcast. Easier said, done. One in five Americans have learned a new language on their bucket list. If that's you, make 2024 the year you finally check it off the list with Babbel. Be a better you in 2024 with Babbel, the science-backed language learning app that actually works. Don't pay hundreds of dollars for private tutors. It's a waste. Don't waste hours on apps. Besides appetizers, that's the kind of apps I like. Babbel's quick 10-minute lessons are handcrafted by over 200 language experts to help you start speaking a new language in as little as three weeks. Did you know that empanadas already Spanish? I didn't. Thanks, Babbel. Did you know that burrito is already Spanish? Wow. I just got to learn all the rest. And eventually, I'm going to be eating downtown Mexico. Thanks, Babbel. Here's a special limited time deal for our listeners. Right now, get 60% off your Babbel subscription, but only for our listeners at babbel.com slash left. Get up to 60% off at babbel.com slash left, spelled B-A-B-B-E-L dot com slash L-E-F-T. Rules and restrictions may apply. I think we're ready for some listener. Are we ready for Hero of the Week? Are we ready for the Hero of the Week? Uh, Why not? There was also a a, a pizzeria where the whole series of violence occurred at. Well, that um, one was like the pizzeria was strange because uh, it was the the woman was with the like it was the partner of the sixty five year old owner from Italy and he went missing, and then they just thought like they were going to define him. Apparently, this was there's a sexual there's a sexual component. Is there? It's about like. Something went wrong. Something went wrong between the partners. And then she killed him. And then went looking for him. 
And they couldn't find it. And then what happens is that she said that they were having sex with each other and he was choking her while having sex. And then she decided to like, oh, I got to fucking, I did self-defense. But she said the main problem was is that the way it got discovered, she asked her local friend in the neighborhood to help her drink a trench for gardening. And then the guy huh. said, oh, how big you need it? She's like, it needs to be seven feet long. Three feet wide, three feet deep. And it was like, that's person size. And then um, then she turned out like when the cops came, he called, it was suspicious. And she was like, yeah, I killed him in self-defense. But like, oops, I meant to call you last week. Indeed. Much like when you make a pizza, you overcook it. Oops. Oh, no. You should be able to get that pizza for free. That is a good point. All right. It's time for Hero of the Week. We got, got some good ones this time. I got two, actually. I got two. Number one is Bob Humphreys. He runs a nonprofit organization called Big Guys Little. It's called. It's. I'm just. I'm too immature for this. Big guy. Big guy. Little's World Sanctuary. Yeah. And he it's provides so homes for Chihuahuas who are abandoned. And there's a hundred of them. And he hangs out with them. And everyone loves them. He just lies and, down. All the Chihuahuas jump on him. Yeah. He says. He says, quote, my long-term goals include finding a unique experience for those in need across the country where they can live out their days without fear of being euthanized, kenneled, or even rehomed. The only exception would be is, is if they're healthy enough, both physically and mentally, to undergo the latter. So he's helping out a bunch of psychotic chihuahuas. Someone's got God. to love these. Someone's got to love these little these little crazy people. Somebody, okay? somebody does. And, um, you know, we know what happens when the chihuahuas get loose. They just they roam around. They go to around. Beverly Hills. They go to Beverly Hills. Yep. The Chihuahua Warrior. They roam the streets of Detroit. They they injure. They will eat live cattle. Oh yeah, absolutely. They're like they're, they're land piranha. Absolutely. But I love a Chihuahuas. I want to have like five of them. That's what I would have. I agree with. I like that. I like the small dogs versus the big dog. I want to get a big one. I love them all. Speaking of big, there was a fella in Tallahassee, Florida. That's my fucking alma mater. There's a place uh, near the residential area, Alligator Point, 375 black bear. It fell in the water and it was saved by this fellow. I'm not that's really very, finding that's his gotta name. That's got to be dangerous, right? To save a drowning bear. Yeah, well, his name is Adam. And he knew that at this point he had to keep the bear from drowning. And he helped the bear and then he brought the bear back to shore. And then he says, it's a lot easier to drag a bear in a four foot of water than to move it on dry land, lol, raffle. And he saved the bear. And now the bear is doing bear stuff. And having a good life. So his name was Adam Warwick. He's a biologist. Wow. He's with the Florida Fish and Wildlife Conservation Commission. And he said, I wasn't sure what I was going to do. So I jumped in. It was a spur of the moment decision. I had a lot of adrenaline pumping when I saw yeah, the bear I, in the water. I would be very scared. And he said he wanted to keep him from swimming in this deeper water because then you have sharks versus bear Whoa, in the water. That's fucking metal. Indeed. I should, bears would lose. Yes, because of the water aspect. Yeah. Bring them on land. Good See luck, what shark. Exactly. Yeah, man. Absolutely. The shark's fucked. They what are. What are you going to do? All right, here right. we go. Here's some listener emails. They are all vagina-centric. Fantastic. So I asked um, our incredible audience, who I love so dearly, I just, you guys are just so, you're on it. When I asked if you could taste it with your butthole, right? Right. We got a lot of good, great responses. But the, really what it comes down to is, like, a lot of people have said, like, I don't know about the butthole, but I can definitely taste with my vagina. And I was just like, uh, is, this yes, why, is this why they do the flavored condoms? <laughs> I, don't I don't know. Interesting. So here we go. I can't say that I've tasted anything from my rectum, but I've been able to taste through my vagina. <laughs> I went through a phase when I was interested in naturopathy. So when I had a yeast infection, I decided to treat it with a garlic tampon, right? Because <laughs> garlic is said to have antibacterial properties. Must be Italian. Is it a vampire? I what are know. you doing? No, did she die if she was a vampire? Oh, my God. Um, so I took a nice big clove. I threaded it with a string through it so that I could retrieve it later. There is no way that this is healthy. I there don't know. is zero way this is I don't, I don't know. know. I don't know. And I put it up inside me as deep as I could. A day or so later, I began to have the taste of garlic in my mouth. I don't. As if I'd eaten an especially pungent pasta or tzatziki. I don't think this means her pussy can taste. I don't know. Everything tasted and smelled of garlic. And it was pretty awful. Because you got a garlic in your pussy. I saying she tastes it with her pussy. Oh my God. I guess the heat of my body or the acidity of my lady parts released some of the oils of the garlic. Yeah, but that doesn't mean she's tasting it. And she says, I imagine the garlic in my rectum would be similar. <laughs> I don't know. I, I don't know. She said she re she removed it, and a few days later, the taste began to subside. Good. 
Also, never do that again. I cannot. Maybe I'm wrong. That'll be another email. That's how the show keeps on going. It's your vagina. Yes, but just I feel like shoving food-based products up there is going to lead. Remember that one chick who put a goddamn potato up there? Yep. Thinking it was going to stop her from having a baby, but it it just gave her a bunch of tumors? It does. Don't do that. Absolutely. Honestly, also. uh, I don't know. We're not Your penis tastes nothing. You can dip that in a milkshake. You can cover it in peanut butter and I get nothing. It's not a straw. Um, Hello. In the recent, most recent side stories, you were asking about tasting with your butthole. <laughs> well, I have no experience with the anal part of it, I do have some examples of tasting with the other parts of my body. I work in a med spa where we give vitamins via IV fluids. Many of my clients and myself can taste different vitamins and that have a strong odor. Vitamin B complex is the main one. Additionally, I've had experience of tasting with my female reproductive organs. <laughs> While getting my IUD replaced, the doctor sprayed a numbing spray on my cervix. I immediately had a strong cherry fruit punch taste in my mouth. The doctor asked if I could taste anything without me saying anything. Uh-huh. And while I told him I could... He told me the numbing spray was the same kind they used in the dentist's office, so it was flavored. Oh, my so God. So while okay. I don't, and I can't stress this enough, I have no experience with tasting things with my booty. I can personally vouch for tasting things with my baby maker. Wow. Well, that is just fantastic. I don't know if they need flavor spray for the vagina. It sounds like it could lead to perhaps an infection or something. And this is also very yeah. interesting. Now, this is about with with ALS. We brought this up. That that man oh, who said, I love my cool son. And I actually had some people actually so reach out harsh. and say that that really meant a lot because it's nice to hear that they can hear that they're there. Your family member, when they're in a coma, a lot of times they can hear you. They're, they're, like That's why it's very, they, the, the question of keeping them alive is very difficult and you have they're, to listen to their final wishes. They're certainly not brain damaged they are fully capable but i would also say if i can't move my body it's definitely going to be on there you fucking kill me well you, get you me already out have it. the you have the pact with natalie which we will allow her to do that's the, uh, that's without the prosecution it's but you family. will be smothered by her booty or her booby so here we go now this is like yes this is saying this is both als tasting with your butt choosing to die all grouped together in the most recent side stories but this this story involves all three it's sad but it's interesting must be sad my dad was diagnosed with als and dementia and 57 years old that's so sad sad. i went from a super he went from a super healthy crossfitter to a frail completely changed person in the span of a year and a half it's very scary any point you can just get this thing I hate it. It's very scary. Yes. Um, As a part of his ALS treatment, his doctor recommended coffee enemas. uh, And it's actually proven to help ALS patients. And so he was all over. Sure. The dementia took away any filter that he previously did. He didn't really have anyway. So we got to hear all about it. I guess one day he was feeling a little crafty and thought that he could try using vinegar to see what would happen. He told us that he diluted it 50% with water and gave her a go. And his eyes got wide when telling the story at this point. He then proceeded with an icon. Could taste it in my mouth, <laughs> you know, and that's that is just truth. And, uh, and you know, the last few months of his life were sad, incredibly difficult. We were always surprised by his great attitude and the things he taught us, including the fact that you can, in fact, taste with your butt. Uh, and we live in Canada, from a father. and a year and a half of his, uh, into his battle with ALS, he exercised his right to die with dignity. We have a program here called Medical Assistance in Dying, or MAID for short, and it was a beautiful experience. And of course, when it comes to that, the reasons behind um, legalizing right to end life treatment so you can still get the will. Oh, yes. And you can still and be in right sound mind and body. You can be there to be part oh, of the transition horrible process. decisions that one has to make. But True, if you commit because, suicide, you don't get the family gets totally screwed. No, absolutely. And it is nice to be a part of that process because, you know, how many times oh. families are torn apart in the end of life world. Everything's already sad and you're forced to make all of these hardcore decisions. You got to spend a fuck ton of money oh. and, they, and you have all of these various Wolf. like industries that are built on your grief and you're also yeah. not allowed to talk about death. that has got this stigma so no one wants to sit and have the hard conversations of yeah. what you need to do which is why we've done it now. I'm already bought I got to get my grave site. Already my, my, gonna- my parents already told me don't worry their funeral will cost nothing. And I was what like, does that mean? And it, it will cost 10 all, grand. It, yeah, of course it's it does. Grand. Because you can't like, just throw them in the trash. Have, don't worry, your father and I already have a cremations worked out. It was like, great. It still costs money. Why are we going to go on vacation? Get, the little, on vacation get first? the little urn, man. That's going to be like 10 grand right there. It's a racket. They're going in a shoebox. <laughs> but I have some nice shoes. 
So it'll be really, really these, nice. Mom, these are my favorite Jays. This is the, the box with my favorite Jays. Like, why do I sound like? I why do I sound you like changed. A you changed ten years from now when your mother. Hey, Mom, oh, hopefully we all get ten more years with our folks. We oh, got yeah. maybe twenty more. Absolutely, I'd love to have 40, 50. Really pump them up. Give them the robots. I I don't want to see what my mom would be like with the power of an exoskeleton. No, she needs to get weaker. <laughs> Please, she doesn't God. have to be physically stronger. All right, um, everyone. So live every day knowing for a fact that the the end is coming, and I know that that is maybe frightening to you at it's first. Kind of reassuring as well. Do what do whatever you need to do, do to survive. Take care of yourself. You want to love being with your family every day. You're above the fucking dirt, right? Because you don't know what comes next. You don't know whether or not you turn into like maybe you reincarnated into Anna Nicole Smith's fucking butt plug. Who knows? Ooh. You could be the luckiest boy in the world, or maybe you turn into a, a dumper. You don't know. You don't know what the hell is gonna fucking happen to you. So I say you gotta love it now. Live, laugh, love now people now is the time and yeah sure it might be a hacky corporate even message yeah. but when it comes down yeah. to it you ain't gonna laugh when you're in fucking hell oh, so you right. might as well fucking get it over with now you never know who's down there probably some great comics down there comedians. Oh, absolutely all right everyone well thank you for listening hail yourselves hail oh yeah we got one wait which before we do the wrap out you saw that well let's do the wrap out we got Z2, we got that comic oh book goodness, coming up. So much coming out. Um, we have got our uh, show at Ryman Theater in Nashville. Woo! All of LPN is going to be there. It is June 18th. Buy your ticket. We can't wait to fucking see you live. It's going to be so much fucking. Everybody's coming out of the woodwork for that one. It's going to be really, really great. Uh, and then we have uh, in late April, we are going to be in Buffalo, New York. Yes. And then we're going to be in Pittsburgh. Yes. My, and then we're oh, be yes. My home away from home. Can't wait to see Northfield, people in Pittsburgh. Ohio. April 30th, Northfield, Northfield Ohio. Ohio. So actually, we're doing great in Buffalo, Pittsburgh, great. Northfield, we kind of thought we were going to be booked in Cleveland. Um, but it's also it's a little bit of a drive, but make have fun, have, have a weekend fun. with it. I don't know what we'll be doing it. I don't know what people can do there. No idea. Make make something fun to do. Come to Northfield. Come to Northfield. You don't know what fun. You can you can meet the love of your life in Northfield. She's there waiting for you. They're there waiting for you because no one comes <laughs> through town. You know what I mean? They need an outsider to show them. The Duckwood Loft is locked on the outside. You know, that's yep. something someone take, and they could scoop you up out of there, and they could take you to the big city, Cincinnati. You know, like, <laughs> oh, they can get you out there, maybe even as far as Toronto. Whoa. Yeah. All right, everyone. That's out of America. Hail yourselves. Hail Satan. Magoostalations. Hail me. See you on the road, and thanks to everyone who came out to Boston and to Mash and Took It. Y'all were wonderful. It was a nice time. It was a nice time. It was great. This show is made possible by listeners like you. Thanks to our ad sponsors. You can support our shows by supporting them. For more shows like the one you just listened to, go to lastpodcastnetwork.com. Emmy Award-winning John Mulaney presents Everybody's in L.A., a special run of six live episodes created by and starring Mulaney that'll stream live on Netflix during the Netflix is a Joke Fest. The comically unconventional show will feature special guests where John Mulaney explores the city of Los Angeles during a week when every funny person is in it. Watch John Mulaney Presents Everybody's in L.A., debuting May 3rd live at 7 p.m. Pacific Time, only on Netflix. The living room is where you make life's most beautiful memories. But your sofa shouldn't be the one remembering them. The new life-resistant, high-performance furniture collection from Ashley is designed to withstand all the spills, slip-ups, and muddy paws that come with the best parts of life. Ashley high-performance sofas and recliners are soft, on-trend, and easy to clean. Shop the high-performance furniture in-store or online at ashley.com. Ashley, for the love of home.